to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. gentlemen it is sunday so you know what that means it's an all-new episode of the rap lab podcast it's your boy the candy man the alfre to the d you can kill a revolutionary but you can't kill a revolution mr fred hampton this is the one and only 2g yeah yeah what up it's your boy ain't no father like me the red barber mc and uh, before we uh, begin, uh, Q, if you're going to quote for Hampton, just make sure you, you don't eat the spaghetti on, 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 on served by your homeboy. On, that's on a, a bad joke. joke. You know that, right? And I'm, not, I'm not even making a joke, bro. If he you know never, that's a bad joke. That's not a joke, bro. If he would have never ate the spaghetti, bro, he would have been lucid and alive, bro. Man, listen, there's a lot that he shouldn't have done, man, and it's unfortunate what happened. But everybody out there, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Judas and the Black Messiah. Go see it. Study it, because it's real. Man, Bill O'Neill, man. Fuck him. But anyway, (laughs) um, what's going on, everybody? So it's another episode of the Rap Lab. A couple of announcements. Well, matter of fact, before we get into the announcements, yo, fellas, you know what I'm going to do before today is over? What's What's that? I gotta go get me a Knicks hat. A Knicks hat. <laughs> yeah, to so what? I burn so it. I, nah, so I could throw it up in the air and catch it before I smurder dance. Cause <laughs> Bobby's home, bro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Welcome home, man. Hope he stays on a positive route. As you see, he yeah. um. Well, if you didn't see, he denied that drink while he was in the club. So it seems like he's trying to do the right thing. I mean. I'm just, yo, that man is lauded as a hero. You know how many rappers shouted that man? I guess because he ain't snitched uh, to reduce his sentence. So shout outs to Bobby, man. That's a that's yeah. a real one. I don't know. I joke a lot about these guys, but yeah, shout out to Bobby Smart to welcome him. You see, um, who was that Quavo that picked him up? Yeah, yeah. and uh, 
you know, when you throw the hat up in the air and then you catch it, the next thing you hear is, Jingle Meats, holla at me. Not so. really. What I hear is the Mary Tyler Moore theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. But, uh, Come on, that, man, you know I had to throw something in there, man. Uh, keeping the QG stands for hating sometimes. No, it don't stand for hating. It stands for <laughs> keeping it real. There's no hate. There's no but, hate at all. I mean, if you want to do the Schmurder dance, you can do the Schmurder dance. Just listen to the original, not the remix with uh, what's that French salad dressing or uh, French, French? Come on, man. You know French you mustard. Know when, you know when you hear that, huh? But uh, that sound like a vacuum that's broken. <laughs> anyway, a uh, couple of announcements. First off, um, you know we're gonna be in Atlantic City. We say it every week on the show, but we're gonna be in Atlantic City June twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. Boardwalk Buds Convention. We look forward to seeing y'all out there. Uh, it costs a hundred dollars to get into the convention. Uh, you get to go to a comedy, sh- two comedy shows, six wrestling shows, one MMA show. You get access to speed dating and a, uh, a herbal themed game night. Uh, plus, former WWE wrestler Val Venus is going to be there, and they're going to have a chimp smoking a cigar on the boardwalk. Which I don't know why, but every time I think about it. You're going to take a picture with him. How you know? Because I know you, man. Yo, we, we should we should give the chimp a rap lab shirt. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, ain't no we. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could do that, but me, I, I'm going to just stay away from that chimp. <laughs> Why wouldn't you take a picture with the chimp wearing a rap lab shirt smoking a dewey? Uh, I'm not going near that chimp, man. That chimp may claw me to death. <laughs> no, he won't. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be there. Uh, we're gonna be have we're gonna have merch, um, exclusive merch. We're gonna have mixed CDs that we're giving away. Um, so you know, if you happen to go to the convention, uh, it's in the Showboat Hotel. Um, so just drop by June 23rd to the 27th. I'll be there. The Rev will be there. Q will be there. So come hang out, say hello, watch some wrestling, go find you a significant other. Oh God, listen to some comedy and yeah, we, we vibe out there, man. Cause you know in AC. A- AC for me is uh, is gonna be herbs, drinks, and gambling from from me that uh, that weekend. So all I want to hear is ching 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 ching, and then cash that in. Absolutely, man. Take a take a photo of the ticket, and you know I'm a schmurder dance when I when I hit ten grand on the spot. <laughs> all right, man. Look out for the cops, though. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so we're gonna be in Atlantic City June 25th through the 27th. Um, this next announcement is kind of personal. It relates to me. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, uh, I'm an avid baseball guy. Launched a new podcast. Uh, it's just me by myself. I know I, I, I talk to the homies um, that are on this show with me. Got their blessing. Had to go ahead. So uh, don't forget to listen to the Metropolitan Report. It's about the New York Mets. It's a baseball podcast. Um Different experience in the rap lab, but it's the same lovable old Alfred that everybody knows and loves. Um, you could catch that podcast the same place you could get the rap lab uh, on Apple and on Spotify. Um, there's a delay getting on Apple. Um, it's going to take an extra day or two, but it's available as of right now on Spotify. So, uh, again, that's the Metropolitan Report. So, if you like baseball or the Mets, uh, go and check that out. Also, um, new merch coming. Within the next week or two, uh, I know we said it last week, but new merch is coming. Um, we got new um, the updated Rap Lab logo. Shout outs to Mrs. Rev Barber for uh, cooking that one up. Um, 
But yeah, it's going to be available for sale. So you want it on a shirt or a variety of other things, by all means. And then uh, due to the uh, recent spike in sales of Rap Lab merch, especially mugs, shout out to our good friend of the show, Patrick Lee. Chef, yes. Patrick Lee, I should say. Shout out to the chef, Elite. Yes, shout out to you, brother. Who uh, went on uh, TikTok and Instagram and made a mug cake featuring the Rap Lab uh, uh, mug. Uh, which looks delicious, by the way. Um, if that if that man ever decided to open a kitchen or do some type of business, I definitely would be one of his first customers. But um, but you know, but you know, the good thing about that was, what's up? He wasn't listening to any of them dipset songs while he was cooking. He was listening to Black Rob while he was cooking that. Nah, that's real Harlem. That's real Harlem right there, bro. Don't don't talk about no real Harlem. You you got it. That's back. real Harlem. But, um, <laughs> You but got yes. banned from Queensbridge. I didn't get banned from Queensbridge. Y'all told me just don't go to Queensbridge. Yeah, because <laughs> you got banned. You ain't heard, man, the word is out. Me and E trying to warn you. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I I got, like I told E uh, one night, I got nothing but love for everybody in Queensbridge, man. I got love. I got love for Shan. I keep him relevant. He, you know how many times his oh, name you do, man. Yeah, but you say it in a very negative disparaging way i don't say nothing in a negative way i'm just recapping history he lost but that's all you bring up when it comes to him i'm talk about sure. the good I'm, things about shan i'm bro i do talk about the good things about shan like i how many times i quote that man he you lost quote the same song over and over and over and over man you never quote anything new that's the problem bro he he he, he lost though like ali so lost, what about, uh, ali how, lost how the many famous loss we, we can't not, not, many, him not, once. Not, not many of my favorites lost. Yes, not many yes. Of my I, favorites I could name you a whole bunch of losses. Master P lost a whole bunch of times. No, he did not. Yes, he did. He lost to Yuck Mouth. Uh, he, let's see. Who he else destroyed he lost to? Yuck Mouth. What no, he didn't. 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 He lost the cash money. Actually, the whole No Limit lost the cash money, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> anyway, well, shout out, shout out to P for, for, for that fish fry mix. I should make a video about that. No, go ahead, do it. And make yeah. sure you wear your army fatigues, too. Anyway, uh, on to today's topic. Uh, today, we're going to have a little fun. Uh, we're putting our creative thinking caps on. Um, we're going to appoint some of our favorite rappers to government and presidential positions and tell y'all why we think they are fit. Um, so we chose six rappers. Each of us is going to choose six rappers. And um, yeah, we're gonna appoint a, a local. We're gonna appoint two locals, a mayor and a governor. Then we're gonna appoint a secretary of defense, a treasurer, a vice president, and finally a president. Um, so you know, this this idea is something that that's you know a little outside the box and and some fun. And uh, this idea is the brainchild of our own Rev Barber, who uh, I I guess we'll start it off with. So. Um, yep. let's see if, if we, if we, if you were to have a mayor, Rev, um, who would you choose and why? And let's talk about it. So I'm going to get a couple of laughs on this one. I'm actually going to choose Dame Dash for mayor. Hey, <laughs> really? that's not a bad pick. No, go ahead. Digress. I, I, well, and before you continue, folks, um, uh, not just rappers, but anybody in the industry is eligible. So rapper, producer, or in this case, a mogul. Mogul, yeah. Um, go ahead, that's go ahead, uh, go ahead. Red. So, Why came dash? So, you know, I mean, mayor is a high position within the state, but within uh, 
I guess, the so-called cabinet. It is a low position. So I kind of kept him at bay there because I didn't want to give him too much power. So he is overseen by somebody interesting. We'll get to that later. But I feel like as mayor, you know, Dame would be a great mouthpiece for the hip hop community or for if we're basing this on the city. You know, he's pretty innovative, you know, and uh, he has like that hand over fist mentality anytime he goes to bat for what it is he represents, you know. And like I said, you know, I have him at pretty much a controlled position so he doesn't get too out of hand. But for me, I feel like he would just be a great representation because, you know, early in the Rockefeller days, you know, he was making moves, man. And, you know, you could see on the on the documentaries, whether it be on um, the Hard Knock Life backstage, you know, he was up in everybody's face, man. I remember when um, Def Jam had given them jackets and it didn't have the Rockefeller logo. Oh, on yeah. Oh, he, oh, man, he blew a gasket with that one. Yeah. And for me, that's somebody you want representing you, you know. And, you know, and he went ham on his higher ups because, you know, Def Jam was his higher up. So I feel like right. it's just a respectable position where, you know, he can still be controlled, but at the same time still make some noise. Who was that he got into an argument with? Who was that? Kevin Lyles? Oh, yeah, Kevin Lyles. You're right, Kevin Lyles. Yeah, that was intense. But go ahead, Candyman. Let me ask you a question, Rev. You said you you don't want him to have too much power, and you mentioned him being controlled. Why you don't want him to have too much power if that's a guy that you want to... if if that's a guy that you want on your team? Well, ultimately, it's going to correlate to my pick for governor, and you'll see why. But Mm. as you see, he's not in the same position that he used to be within that company because, you know, the label is pretty much disbanded, but now it became more of a company as far as Rock Nation, and he has nothing to do with it. And he also had other side ventures that uh, didn't work out. I know he had, like, the Skechers and stuff like that, and, yeah, I feel like if he had uh, another voice that he was forced to listen to, he would he would have probably been still been here or, or 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 made more of an impact but you'll see my next but the the pick i have over him will justify all of this i see where you're going and i agree i totally get that <laughs> and for those of y'all who are in the dark um dame dash uh former co-ceo of uh of De- um, not def jam Ooh, sorry uh former co-ceo of rockefeller records with uh jay-z it was him it was him yep. jay-z and kareem biggs burke that used to run that ship and uh Shout out, shout out to Kareem Bigsburg too, because I'll be uh, quoting some of his stuff from Instagram. He 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 puts some some very good stuff up there, man. Some life lessons, man. Shout out to Kareem Bigsburg for that. But um, yeah, so that's that. Um, we're gonna move it over to Mr. QG. Q, the 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 bottom of the totem pole, the guy with the least power in your group. Who's your man? Uh, P Diddy got the keys to the city. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Puffy is the mayor? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Puffy's one of the most powerful people in in rap history. Why is it's not it's not about being it's not about being at the bottom of the totem pole. You got to look at it like this. A mayor is somebody, you know, for the for the city services, public property, police fire protection and everything like that. And the mayor also makes these appearances. Who gets the spotlight more than Puff? When Puff enters the room, you know Puff is in that room. This is somebody who's an organizer. He's calm, under pressure. And, you know, the mayor appoints people. Puffy has a great eye for talent. And not to mention his business savvy. So he's going to bring money into the city. He's going to have it as an attraction. So following along with what he was saying, 
you got to add in also the entertainment value of it because you want to bring money into the city. You want to bring tourists into the city. So Puffy, he's done so much for New York. Remember, he did the New York Marathon. He also had a platform for the voter die thing. So he's out there, man. Puffy eats, sleeps, and breathes New York. So you need somebody out there to promote the city to be the must city. I, I mean, look I mean, at his hustle. Look at I the mean, hustle. I mean, he, 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 eats, sleeps, breathe, he eats, sleeps, breathes New York City so much, he'll, uh, if you're not careful and you fuck around too much, he'll... It'll make you walk across the Brooklyn Bridge to Junior's to get him to cheat kick. <laughs> yes, and they did it. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 it wasn't hazing. There's a lot of things in life you don't want to do, but you have to do it. But let me just quarterback real quick. You got Revolt TV. You got the clothing line. You got the Ciroc. You got this man has his hands in everything. Not to mention, he also had the Daddy House social program. This is for the inner city youth. It it tutors and it, and it and it gives these kids skills. You know what I mean? He donated money for Hurricane Katrina. He gave out clothing. He gave out food. So the mayor is everywhere. Like you guys seen certain appearances of certain events. You got the mayor involved in it. Who better than Puffy? Okay. You know what's funny? Because when you said Puffy, the reason why it shocked me, I figured Puffy would have ended up on some on on this episode somehow today. Yeah. But I always picture because you know when you think of Puffy, you think of Bad Boy, and you th- yeah. and you think of him as the guy behind. See, and and it's crazy because I was just thinking from the, just the music standpoint. I wasn't even thinking about you know the foundations or anything. I'm thinking about the guy who um, was was chilling in the background of Daddy's house while while Shine nah, face and Big was nah. Was he really chilling in the background, bro? Not chilling in the background, but you know what I mean, running things and pulling the strings. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, but you know, Puffy, to his credit, also bigged himself up as an artist himself, which I don't think was the intention, but due to everything, and according to Puff, it was Biggie that really got him into rapping in the first place. He wasn't going to do it. He was going to do just like you said, but Biggie had a conversation with him. He was like, you know you want to rap, man. I know you want to. I'll write you some stuff. Bro, we all we it. all know that man ego is 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 out of this world because you know he got to be all. Ego's out of this world, yeah. He's he he, he just a producer, but he got to be all in the videos, dancing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Your yeah. man is mad because he can't dance and be all in the videos. So what you say? Yo, chill. You you gonna get us killed? I ain't gonna get nobody killed, man. Yo, I mean, you keep bringing him up. Imagine your man. Imagine your man's all in the videos dancing. Who's my man? You know who you're talking about, and and and, and I know who you're talking about. Oh, 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 you oh, 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 you know, uh, uh, yo, shout out to Big Shug, man. Yo, keep, oh, keep your head up. Lord. We, ride, we riding with you. Keep your head you up. You riding with him, man. When you see what happens when you ride with him. That is so distasteful. Come it's on. It's the truth, man. What you telling me? Saying that is like the equivalent of Meek Mill with that Kobe line. Don't do that. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Don't talk about Pac. Like, you like you no, like you no, like no. Pac. Don't do that. I, I'm not. I'm not dissing Pac. Nothing. I'll never diss Pac. You bugging. When you no. ride with Shook, bad things happen to you. And that, yeah, and that's yeah, got we know what happened in Vegas. We know what happened in Vegas with the BMW. You not. You not. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. That's not all I'm talking about. You gonna get. You gonna get us banned from the West Coast. Plenty of bad things that happen with Shook, man. No, ain't nobody getting banned from the West Coast. I just call MC8 and I'm good. Well, I guess Puff could be the mayor because, you know, 
That's my pick. When uh when 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 Reggie Wright Jr. and the boys show up, I heard Puffy run. You see how this guy keep bringing up Reggie Wright Jr. and when Puffy runs and all that. Did Puff or did he not meet up with Suge Knight in California and they had a conversation? If you don't believe it, go to go to the Drink Champs episode. Mm. Wow. Listen, man, I, I I watched Biggie and Tupac. All right, that documentary. You watched it too much. You watched it way shout, too shout much. Shout out to Nick Broomfield. Yeah. Why are you shouting out Nick Broomfield of all people? You mean the man that walked into the barbershop when he had no business walking in there, but it with a damn camera? I mean, hey, he he went to the he went to the supermarket and they said Christopher never sold drugs, but we knew uh-huh. that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which, which accounts, which accounts show that people that actually was there and knew him showed that that was false. No. Let's get to your mayor, man, so I can rip him apart. Who's your mayor? Well, you're not gonna rip my mayor apart. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's the mayor? So, in choosing a mayor, because out of all the six positions we got, the mayor is the lowest one. However, I also feel that as 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 higher up as you go up the chain, how do I explain this? Why my back, my reasoning? The higher you go up the chain, the the less and less likely that this person has a direct effect on the people that he governs, like the constituents, the citizens, the civilians, if you will, like you and mm-hmm. I. But mm-hmm. my mayor, my mayor, I'm I'm going with Killer Mike. Um, Kill, Killer Mike. Yep, uh, Killer Mike. Sense. Killer Mike. That's uh, a good choice um, there. He he he's somebody who actually cares about the people. He may not have a foundation or anything like that, but numerous times when um somebody in the community is wronged at the hands of you know police violence or or, or anything um where civil rights are violated, he's one of the first people, if not the first, to to speak up. Uh, when it comes to hip hop, the hip hop community's involvement in these type of things. He was really the first one to start have, using his platform and using his voice. Because a lot of rappers, they'll have opinions and either due to their record label or, or just for the sake of not ruining their career, they won't say anything. Um, and before J. Cole was out there marching with Black Lives Matter, um, you know, Killer Mike was always around. Uh, Killer Mike also doubled as a, um, a college adjunct lecturer. Um, he's been known to go to universities and, and you know, give speeches or teach special classes, which I think, you know, yeah, he doesn't have a foundation or a nonprofit, but again, you know, to take time out of your day to go speak to college students and give a keynote address as a rapper, you don't find a lot of rappers doing stuff like that. So that's a fact. I feel like if he was to have uh, an elected, an elected official, if he was to be an elected official and become the mayor, I think Killer Mike is a guy who would genuinely care about his constituents. Um, also, uh, he has, he has the, um, he has activist qualities in him. And I also feel like a guy like Killer Mike would give special attention to, you know, the inner city. I think he would, um, the hoods, if you will. So I I think he's a a good guy to have for, uh, um, for the mayor. So he's done a lot for Georgia. He has done a lot for the, and he has, yeah. He, he's he's a guy. He's a guy specifically. Um, he's done a lot for his community, like you said, in Georgia and Atlanta. And um, I can't discredit that. He he's a guy. Now here's the thing. I know like a lot of people on the other side. If you know what I'm talking about, 
mm-hmm. would, would would do everything in their power from a smear campaign to 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 every t- anything that they could possibly do to get a guy like him out of office. But because you know you know how a lot of people on the other side feel about people who support and think that Black Lives Matter is a positive thing. And he supported Bernie Sanders, didn't he? Yes, he did. He he endorsed Bernie Sanders as well. Um, and yeah, Killer Mike. Um, uh, I forget when actually, but for for a short minute, he was affiliated with the NWA. So definitely, um, I'm gonna give Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Now, a guy like Killer Mike that that's so deeply rooted in those movements. That's the reason why I can't put him higher up because yeah. I don't think somebody who's deeply rooted in in you know. Um, in Black Lives Matter, pro-black, and a guy as an activist like that, I don't think he could go any higher than mayor. But because you know the 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 landscape of the world that we live in, so I'm I got him right there as a the mayor. Nice. Yeah. Uh, e, you've been awfully quiet, so we'll swing it back to you, um, governor, sir. So now we're going from the guy who runs a small city. Or a guy who runs a city to somebody running an entire state in your country, sir. Oh, this is going to be good. What you got, E? Well, so I'm going to have to go with Jay-Z. I don't know why all these people y'all naming so far, I'm thinking that are president types. But why governor for Jay-Z and not president? Well, you're going to like my president. But as far as for governor, man, I felt like if the roles were switched in Rockefeller... I think they would have been a little more successful and had more longevity as far as like a rap record label. And they were successful. I'm not taking nothing away from them. But as you see, Jay-Z is still in the game. And, you know, he's more of a name than Dame Dash is. You know, like all these newer guys, you know, they don't really know who Dame Dash is off top, you know. So Jay-Z relates more to the people. He like pretty much every decade knows Jay-Z. It doesn't matter if you're 16, 26, 36, 46. Everybody knows Jay Z, and I, I felt like if you put Jay over Dame, he could control Dame a little bit, and Dame would have pretty much would have to listen to Jay Z, and you know there would be no quarrels, no qualms, or anything like that between the two. And I feel like having Hove as governor would be a successful state of hip hop. I'm glad you brought that up, E, because it goes to the point when Jay Z was on vacation. Dame did a lot of moves that Jay-Z didn't know about until he came back to New York. Yeah, he didn't agree with a lot of that, like putting uh, Cameron as um, one of the VPs of Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah, a lot went down with that. And, 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 that's what was, and that's what was really causing a lot of the problems between Jay and Dame. It was a, it was a bitter breakup. It was kind of sad seeing that because from the beginning, when, when we saw Jay-Z, you know, we saw Hove and we know the history right. and the story. So... I agree with that. Having Jay in there as as a sense of control because Dame Dash is like a is like a is like a pit bull, man. You sometimes you got to pull that muzzle back, and you need the right person to do that. You got to know when to sick him and when to bite. So yeah. definitely, definitely, I, I I feel Jay is a is a very good choice to have that somebody as a governor. That's very good and and a good assessment too as far as the history between the two of them. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I figured it'll fit well. Yep. Can I ask you a question, E? Yo. So, I'm just thinking of everything Jay-Z has done, right? And yeah. you see, Jay-Z transcends rap. And I've said on this show plenty of times before, like, if Jay-Z never rapped ever again, I could understand it because he's already, he has nothing left to prove. And he's accomplished mm-hmm. so much when you look at the guy, obviously he had uh, Rockefeller. 
uh, Rock, um, he had Rock Aware. Um, yeah. And just even in so many high power moves, like the man was a co was the co owner of the Brooklyn Nets at one point. Um, the man has an ownership stake in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Think about think about that. That's power. You know how much money each year the NFL brings in just off TV TV ads and revenue alone. So yeah. these are all power moves. Not to mention he got Beyonce. Goddamn. But um, <laughs> like. The man is, is full of power moves, so I don't know. I I couldn't see him pegged so low. I I, I, I don't know why, but like it's, it's not, but 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 you know what though? It's it's not even low. I'm going where he is because we're because we're thinking locally. Now, but, 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 but somebody, New York, but some but somebody who makes it, but he's beyond New York though. Somebody who makes power moves like that, bro. Do you realize he is the only rapper in the history of of maybe not even just maybe not even rap, but music. The label didn't drop him. He dropped the label. Understandable. Yeah, true. Understandable. But the main focus of Hove is his background. And the background is New York. Now, hiding what you said, yes, he can be more more powerful. However, his main focus has always been has always been home. He'll always tell you he's from Marcy. No matter where he is in life, he doesn't regret where he comes from. So and yeah, Obama I, will tell you he's from Southside Chicago, but of course. But, 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 but at the same time, how did he start? He didn't. How did how did how did how did President Obama start? He started out doing what? Wasn't he a senator? Yes. Yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was a senator first. Illinois. He didn't just jump. He did, he didn't just jump straight well, through like that. He focused on he but, focused but you, on home, and then he, you, and 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 then he and then people people were behind him, and it's, and they said, "Yo, you should you should you should give your run. You should try it." And he but, did. But you also got to remember, um, every president, with the exception of the forty fifth, started has had a background in politics that started at a local level. Indeed. They started at a local level, but just because you start at a local level, that doesn't mean that you that that doesn't mean that you have the first hand in for president. Because there's a lot of them that tried it and failed. That's true. I don't know. I just picture Jay because of what he embodies and what he's accomplished. I understand I, that because because the position he's in. Yeah, I, I just but but I mean I respect each choice because after it's explained. But I don't know. Puffy and, and Hove is, is just too I, I, I thought we'd hear later on. Alright, so switching over switching over from Rev. Um Q, talk to us. Your 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 Nas. Yeah. Okay. Now that I can see. But go on. Why? You know, and I I, 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 I love I love and respect Nas. Mm-hmm. I just can't picture him as the president. Well, let me just tell you this. When we look at the governor, this is a head of state. This is an executive branch. This is someone that controls state military. They approve, they veto bills, and they grant pardons. What's the one line that you guys, well, one song and one line in particular. This is Nas's basis. What does the song One Love represent? My mind is blank right now. Okay, well, right. Well, E, One Love, what is that whole song basically about? About his man in jail? Right. Then you got the line from If I Rule the World. 
Open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. So his whole right. thing. So you see, when we talk about the granting the pardons and everything like that, and you got to think, who tells the story of New York? How many times has Nas painted us a picture of what New York looks like? You got the New York State of Mind. You got you got the song that he has for New York that's unreleased. It's on YouTube, actually. But we need somebody that can go toe-to-toe with other politicians. And I say that to say this. Do you guys remember when Nas went at it with Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. 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 Didn't, didn't back down at all. He even got the song Sly Fox, where he talks about Fox News and everything like that. I remember that. Right. Nas, because Bill O'Reilly went at him first. So with a governor, you need a governor like you see um, what's going on right now with uh, Governor Cuomo. Prior to that, when this situation was breaking down with the with the with the coronavirus and everything, Cuomo and Trump went at it. Yeah, Cuomo I, did I not really play around it. with that guy. And, Bro, and, and, and every yeah. every press conference, this man Cuomo was taking shots at Trump. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So 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 with Nas, not to mention that. Also, his platform. I'm, I'm going to keep coming up to platforms and bases of where you stand on. You know, Nas helped organize uh, signatures of color or change. This was about the uh, race baiting that was going on for Fox. You know, Nas was able to get this. He, he got a lot of signatures here, 625,000. And not just to add his storytelling capabilities. We know Nas was born in Brooklyn raised in Queensbridge, but he can give you so many different descriptions of the five boroughs. Am I, am I lying? No, you're, you're absolutely spot on. He, no, you can give you, he can give you, he could tell you about Staten Island. He could tell you about the Bronx. He could tell you about Manhattan. He could tell you about Long Island and not to mention his educational programs. A lot of people don't talk about that. We know, mm. you know, Nas with the song I can, he was serious about that. So he created, the, you know, these um, these nonprofit school programs, the basis of education, saving music programs. And what I love about him, he went in on Jesse Jackson for that stuff that he said about President Obama, about wanting to cut his nuts out and everything like that. Nas brought up the situation where Jesse Jackson used to used to used to hate on rap records and all that stuff. He's acting like we forgot. No, Nas, Nas will stand up for himself and for the music. And we need a good governor that can do that. You know what I mean? I feel Nas is perfect for that. He's not going to back down from anybody. Word. It's just funny that you have P. Diddy and Nas. I hope they don't get on the cross and <laughs> tell each other that they like how this feels. <laughs> well, that's... It's going to be the hate me now all over again. Right, right. <laughs> that's funny. That's dope. <laughs> P. Diddy and Escobar. Yes, this will be good. They'll come out in the in the shiny suits and everything with the with the car. And 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 God bless the dead Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls was in that video too. If y'all if y'all saw him, yeah. <laughs> that was tight. Yeah. Um, my uh, my pick for the governor may surprise some people, but uh, I'm going with Chuck D. Hey, oh, now, there you go. You got a that's a strong one right there. Why? Right. Why the great Chuck D? So for those uh, for the for the new listeners, the youngins, the ones that uh 
who wasn't even being thought about being conceived yet when when Public Enemy was in its heyday. Um, Chuck D is the when you when you think of politics, Chuck D is one of the first people in hip hop that comes to mind. Um, you know how many political records that that Public Enemy has made, and and how many how many different times Chuck D has spoken out on on social issues that don't relate to hip hop. Now, Chuck D is also somebody, though, you can't give him too much power because, again, he would get torn down by people on the other side. But when you want to talk about on, a, on that level of just a state, you got a guy, his, his, his fight to power was the, was, the, was the main backing track of Do the Right Thing. So, oh, yeah. And Do the, right thing is, Do the Right Thing not only is a hip-hop movie, but it doubles as one of the most politically charged movies of all time. Now, if Chuck D is going to be a governor, it also he also can only be the governor of certain states. You know what I mean? Like, right. he can't be like the governor of like Iowa, but he could definitely be the governor in New York. Oh yeah, any anywhere where there's a large inner city population, he could be the governor of Pennsylvania. He could be governor of New Jersey. So, I think he could be the governor of Illinois. So, and, and then also and he doesn't hold his tongue for anybody, man. He tell you. Nope. And then if you really think about it, and it's funny, but Chuck D, um, if you if you look at the way Public Enemy is set up and listen to how he describes Public Enemy in interviews, Public Enemy was like a cabinet in and of itself. Oh yeah. They Professor, were they were a military organized group. Professor Griff was their secretary of defense. He won't be mine though. But. Damn he damn sure was. No, man. They were up there with rifles and all this stuff. They were in fatigues. They were they were organized, man, that group. And and then you also gotta remember, um, Chuck B also has some some political background as well. I mean, he never ran for office or anything like that. But you but he, he used to co host the political talk show Unfiltered, uh, which mm. aired on Air America Radio. Uh That's when right. that, when Napster was a thing and people were people were um, suing all these peer-to-peer companies and, and, and all these places where you illegally download MP3s. And I know all three of us have at some point in our lives. Um, oh, yeah. Chuck D actually went to Congress and testified on behalf of Napster, which a lot of people tend to forget. Um, like, like I said with Killer Mike earlier, um, when, I, when I talked about my mayor, um, Chuck D has been a guy who's been known to go to colleges and give speeches. Um, mm-hmm. historically, um, there's plenty of footage of him at, uh, at, uh, HBCUs, um, giving, giving, giving speeches. He's been a lecturer. He's been a, he's been a, um, adjunct lecturer in, in several colleges. Um, and he's been known, he's been known to, he's been known to pen essays. Um, and he's also a guy that's very serious because, you know, now we're not talking about running a city. We're talking about running the state which run, you know you run every, you, you oversee every city in the state and you and I feel like you need a guy you need a guy like that and also Chuck D is is a guy who has been who has been proven um to not show a bias towards friendship he kicked for freaking um flavor flavor out of public enemy last year so yeah it was a bit was over the situation with Bernie Sanders who he also endorsed by the way yeah, but but that just goes to show you it, it, he don't he don't care how far back he goes with you. He don't care what your relationship is, what you've done together, what you've accomplished together. If you if you're if you're not if you're not a fit, if you gotta go, then he'll put you out. Which Can is, I ask you a question about that though? About about Chuck D and Public Enemy. Yeah. How did you and 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 E? You could chime on this too. This was at the height when gangster rap was coming about. 
and you and we mentioned about Common when he said I used to love her about what what rap was becoming. You know, Public Enemy and them wasn't too fond of that either. What did you think of that? They actually have a whole album dedicated about that. What was it? A skeleton with like forty ounces? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they was they 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 wasn't too fond of that either. And I know we talked about Dre, G Funk, and all that stuff like that. But how do you feel? Let me start with you, Al, since you brought him up. How did like? Do you agree with Public Enemy, or do you disagree with 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 their stance of going against that type of rap? You're talking. To, it's hard for me to to assess that because you're talking to somebody who who loves multiple subgenres of rap, right? Um, and that was also they did that in an era where you know the new and we said we said this a couple of weeks ago the New York niggas wasn't showing no love to anybody who came out of California. So, and I get, I get where he was. He was, he wasn't even doing it from a musical standpoint. He was going at it from a subject with the with the drugs, the gang banging, and all, that that was his issue. It wasn't about the. It was about the subject. What do you think? I mean, I guess his idea of rap. He wanted to. I can understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, I feel like rap is a is a is a place best suited for everyone. You know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there are rappers that clearly you don't like, I don't like, uh, E doesn't like, but at the right. same time, everybody has the freedom to make music about what they want to talk about. It's like, it, it, it's basically like a TV channel. You, you're mm-hmm. not like the channel is going to air 24 hours a day. You're not gonna, you're not going to get, unless you go to like a news channel, like CNN, you, you're not going to get, the, or a cooking channel. You're not going to get the same stuff, uh, 24 seven on the feed. Um, and that's the, that's the cool thing about rap. You, some, you're going to get gangster music. You're going to get politically conscious music. You're going to get music you can dance to. Um, exactly. I understand he, to criti- to, that he would criticize, cause we've seen other rappers criticize that stuff before, but, mm-hmm. to, you know, that's part of the beauty of rap. You know, you get to hear some people actually like hearing about gang banging and all this other type of shit. I know Smokey Robinson does. Oh, <laughs> Yo, but, but I just want to pick off what you said. My bad to cut you out. Go yeah. ahead. No, no. Go I think we spoke about this on previous episodes where, like, like you said, you know, like, hip-hop, the field itself is, is super diverse. And I feel like it's pretty much your choice on what genre of hip-hop do you like. Do you like the gangbanging? Do you like even the trap stuff? Like, you know, I know myself and QG aren't too big on that. But, like, you know, it's kind of something that, like, is now has to be accepted because it just, like, kind of pushed its way in. But, yeah, as far as, like... With Chuck D and you know blasting common in that kind of music, it's kind of one of those things that he kind of just has to accept. And you see, over time, more people came out with that genre of music, whether it be like Com- um Most Def or Talib or anyone like in that lane. And you know, it's kind of a thing we gotta um, accept as well, like with the trap music too. Correct. And that's another Ooh. thing about being a governor. Um, you know, uh, he's got to oversee everything. He can publicly speak out against stuff, but he can't like you know what I mean like it'll it'll, yes. it'll be there. He can say what he wants, and we've heard governors like, look, we in New York, we've heard Cuomo bash the president every t- every chance he got when Trump was yeah. in office. Oh, um, him and De Blasio have gone totally. And, and yeah, him and, and, oh, yeah. And him and his mayor. Yeah, there, there's a feud between Cuomo and De Blasio. So That's I mean, right. I think I think Chuck D, although although he had an issue with gang banging and all this other type of music from out west. Uh, I still think he's a he's a good pick for governor because again, we've seen before many many governors in the past have 
have, you know, spoke out against things that they didn't particularly like or care for, and they're still in office. As they should. Yeah, as they should. You know, like you, you, you have the voice and you have the power to stand up for it or speak on it. And Chuck D is not going to hold his tongue for anybody, as he shouldn't. Um, all right. Um, now we're going to go to the treasurer, the person who's responsible for your country's economy. So now we, we're out of the local level here. So, uh, E, who, who's the money man for you? I'm going to have to go with Ice Cube. Hey! You know, I, <clears throat> I've said on this podcast before that I feel like Ice Cube doesn't get the respect that he deserves. You know, he kind of just like, he kind of just fit into our lives as far as like with, with um movies. You know, like on any random Sunday or Saturday, you could turn on TBS or TNT and I'm sure you'll see an Ice Cube movie, even if it's Friday or are we there yet? And, right. you know, he had Cube Vision films, which did yes. really good. I just feel like he's super diverse in the game and just like really doesn't get credit for his entrepreneurship. I love it, man. You touched my heart with that ice cube thing, man. That's my man's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was between him and um somebody else who actually is on my list in a different position. But when gotcha. I thought about it, I feel like um Ice Cube would just do better as far as a treasurer because of all his ventures and you know, people also don't t- they tend not to talk about it. he started a big three. You know, mm-hmm. say what you want about it, but they're three seasons deep. I went to one of those games in the first season and it wasn't too good. But I've watched awesome. it on um a couple seasons after and I've seen like the change that it's made and it's gotten better. Like progressively over the seasons, like it definitely has stepped up a notch. So I feel like as far as like with the money and stuff like that and controlling that, I- I'd have Ice Cube. I trust him more than um pretty much more of the other artists that are out there. <laughs> I love the fact he gave these players a chance, too. Yeah. I needed a second shot. Yes, yes. And you know what? My bad to cut you out. But, like, you know, so many people give heat to the XFL, you know, because, like, Vince McMahon owned it and stuff like that. I know it's, like, off-topic hip-hop. But, like, I felt the same way about the XFL, too. It gave these guys, like, a second chance to make the league, you know? That's right. Now, it's it's interesting you mentioned Ice Cube. Um because Ice Cube also had like a, a bunch of a bunch of small local businesses as well. Right. Um, he's been he's been an overall good guy for for the community because, like you said, he's given he's given he's given p- people chances. And the difference between the Big Three and the XFL, the XFL are guys who tried to make the NFL and failed. The Big Three were guys who were in the NBA um, who ended up uh, for one reason or another having to retire out of the league, and um, they got a second chance to be in another league. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I don't know how you went to a big three game because you know there's only half court basketball. But watching, oh, well, actually, <laughs> I went to, to the Philadelphia one because Iverson was supposed to play, but um, oh. was, and everybody started booing. Man, it it was a uh, pretty atrocious. Man, I think a couple people even left the game and didn't want to see it because he wasn't playing. Damn, you know what? Yeah. And I had a and, and and I and I wanted him to play too because that was a big thing they they were talking about. Yes. The AI well, he was going to play. I remember that. Now, yep. didn't AI play one game and like he played so horribly or like his body didn't respond well to it? So yeah. that's he, yep, that's what happened. He, he ended up like being a coach for that team. Yeah, mm. yeah, they put him in like a small little role there, but um, more so throughout the big three season. That season, there was advertising that Iverson was going to play in Philly, so I got tickets and everything. I went down there anticipating him to play, 
And like at the last minute, they're like, no, nah, he's not going to play. And then he like um, he gave a speech and stuff and apologized. And, you know, like nobody booed him, but they just booed the fact that he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. Yeah. A lot of people were looking forward to seeing him out there again. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's not Ice Cube's fault. You know, people get injured. Right. But I, I could definitely big up Ice Cube for, you know, um, bringing a different version of basketball and an interesting version of basketball at that. You know, big three's not bad. Oh yeah, not bad at all. Three on three, three on three, uh, half court basketball. Uh, <laughs> not a bad look. Um, Q, what about you? Who's your Who's your treasurer? We mentioned this guy already. He's my treasurer, Jay Z. Hey, good pick. I see that. Now, I see that. Now, and, and again, uh, Al, you touched it on with. The money and his and his and his ability to have all these things. The Treasury operates and maintains systems that are critical to nations, bringing in the money. So when we look at Jay Z, the billionaire, rubbing elbows with other billionaires, we gotta look. We gotta talk about his real estate. We gotta talk about the liquor. We gotta talk about houses. We got he got houses in the Hamptons. He got a house in Tribeca. You know what I mean? And have, a, and, have, and, have a, and have a house in Tribeca, you need guap. <laughs> you need money for that. You know what I mean? And again, for, now let's look at the, let's look at the track record. Now with the consistency, fourteen number one albums. E, you already mentioned Rockaware. You mentioned Rockaware. Five hundred million dollars. Five hundred million. That's a big money flip right there. You know what I'm saying? Title. Congratulations to Hove about the champagne deal. That's been a big deal today. You know what I'm saying? 100% ownership. And you mentioned Title. He he is the first artist to have his to create his own streaming platform. Uh, at that time, correct. at that time, everybody was just happy to be on Spotify and Apple Music. This man said, "Nah, dogs, we we creating our own shit." His his ability to invest and re up and make more money than he put in. That's the that's the mark of a great treasurer and a good businessman. He had he got stake in Uber. He only he only put in a little bit and he got a lot out of it. You know what I mean? Do say he put money into that, made big money off of that. We gotta look at not on I mean not to mention the music, but also the art collection. His art collection is worth seventy million dollars. The real estate he's got is worth fifty million. You know what I mean? Like he's got ways to invest and to bring that money back up so if i want anybody to put money into my city my state my town i gotta go with jay not to mention and not to mention um he's a mover and a shaker because he was a key component of the nets moving from jersey to brooklyn that's right he he was a part of the even though you know he he didn't physically do the grunt work himself as he as he wouldn't because you know he's a boss He, he he um he was part of that development group that uh, broke ground uh, in, in downtown Brooklyn, which, what is now the Barclays Center. He was a part of that. They so, did documentaries, the marketing yep. strategy. This man was on the R train. Yeah, that, that and that man was a partner to Bruce Ratner uh, in that whole in that whole in that whole thing. So definitely, I could I could understand why why Hove would be your treasurer. That's a that's a very good pick. He uh, yeah. He and again, he's the first, first and to date only rapper to ever drop the label. And Rock Nation, 
Rock Nate Rock Nation is more than just a record label. Rock Nation is a is is a is a ticketing agency because they sell tickets to 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 their own events. You can buy tickets through Live. Well, th- that brand is Live Nation. Um, and then Rock Nation Sports. Oh uh, yeah, Kevin Durant is part of that, ain't he? Kevin Durant, Robinson Cano. Um, oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. He um, kudos to hold, man. Yes, sir. Well, I guess I guess that I guess it's on me, right? Who you got? Now, I just want to preface this real quick. No bias went into this next pick, just so y'all know. Mm-hmm. But if we if we talking about the money, we got to give it up to the Colonel Master P. That's no be problem. That's a good pick right there. As far I almost chose him too for that. As far as the treasurer, somebody who's going to make sure that the economy is flowing. Who better than Master P, who is a shrewd businessman? Um, you think about what Master P has done, and we've we've done an episode on Master P in the past. It's in the archive. I think episode 19, I believe. Um, Master P, when he came about, his business practices were, it, it was a first in hip-hop. Um, you, you, you buy any No Limit album, you open the book. He was the first guy to advertise, mass advertise, uh, uh, in his albums, you buy a C Murder album or a Silk the Shocker album or even a P album, you're gonna see 27 images of available now and coming soon. And and uh, love that, yeah. So and if and and that's smart because if you bought a CD of I don't know C Murder and you open the booklet and it says coming next month Snoop Dogg and you mm-hmm. and you and you like what you heard on C Murder on C Murder tape. You're gonna bu- you're gonna buy that. Also, a lot of people will say a lot of people looking back at it now will say it's tacky. But when you bought any of those No Limit albums, you realize m- m- like ninety percent of the roster was featured on one person's album. Yes. Multiple multiple songs, multiple songs had had multiple guest features, yep. and is and it, it basically the the album played like a sampler because you buy you you buy a Mia X album, you was gonna hear Fiend three times, you hear Mac four times. See murder, you're gonna hear five times throughout the course of somebody else's album. So it's smart business practices. Not to mention also, Master P was the first was the first person to he he, he before Rockaware and all this other type of stuff. No Limit Wear was was around. He was the oh, first rapper in the Master P sneakers. Oh man, the P- don't, 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 I love Lord <laughs> Banks. Don't 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 have to bring that up, man. The don't, P Miller throwbacks. Ah, yo, yeah. Them P. Miller throwbacks. Remember those. Shout, I'm shout sorry, out. but it, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go. Uh, the, no, you know, I think that was just a South thing, man. I ain't seen nobody with the P. Miller throwbacks. I didn't either, man. No, no, <laughs> y'all, y'all must forget. Your, Harlem was repping those on P. Miller, P. Miller gear hard because remember Cameron was in the Bout About It Part Three video. All the Dipset was wearing P. Miller gear. Yeah, he yeah, must yeah, have gave them all the Dipset. He gave them from yeah. <laughs> That's right. He must have gave he them to the crackheads cool. after because all I see is bassheads <laughs> rocking that kind of stuff, man. No offense, because I love Master P, man. Like, yo, everything you said is like 100, man, as far as, far as like the business sense, but um, just the fashion. Uh, I could do without that. Sorry. And you know, on, on a good note as well, he's not afraid to fail. Like, he'll try anything. And, nope. and, you, know, and you know what I got to bring up? What? Hey, cowboy! Cowboy! 
You still want me? <laughs> yeah, there you go. This man was in world championship wrestling, man. <laughs> Yo, speaking I'll of that. One of the best birthday parties ever. Speaking ah. of that, Kurt Henning, I know you dead, but come on, man. Seth, I love Seth you, Kurt Henning. The, the, man, the, man the man name is Soup the Shocker. He was calling him yeah. Seth. I love it. Shout out to rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mr. Perfect, a.k.a. Kurt Henning. That was great. That man got in the ring and said, Seth, I heard you always wanted to be a cowboy. And Super Shocker is standing there nodding his head like, come on, say correct that man. No, you don't do that to Kurt Henning or Mr. Perfect, man. But but, but what I'm getting at is the marketing. It was marketed very well. They had the press conference. You remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's snippets of that on on the Rap Lab Instagram. Um, yeah. Also, it's funny you mentioned that he's not afraid to fail. You know, you know many, you know how many times P has failed and still uh, didn't put a dent in his pockets. I don't know if y'all noticed. That's the good part. Yeah. What? what I don't know if y'all noticed, but he he is the only rapper to date to um, own his own cell phone company. Right. No limit he, communications. He had he had cell phones and beepers. Yes. His own his own brand. Um, did that when did that come out? That was in 1999. Okay, okay. Also in 1999, we we mentioned uh, just moments ago Jay Z and uh, Rock Nation Sports. Well, y'all got to remember Master P was the first rapper to uh, to double as a sports agent because he had no limit sports. He yes, had, he did. Uh, he had Ricky Williams who used to play for the Saints, even though that contract is one of the most horribly negotiated contracts in the history of sports. Um. He, he must have believed in, in Ricky more than anybody else in the world because the, the bulk of that money was incentive-based. And a lot of people thought Ricky Williams was taken advantage of, but that's beyond the point. Uh, in the NBA, he had Ricky Davis and Ron Mercer signed mm-hmm. to know sports. So, I mean, P would He's P done would, about everything, man. Yeah, and not to mention what he's doing today. He's got a whole line of, of supermarket-based products. And I know we talked about it on the show before. He's got a line of ramen noodles. Um, when the whole Aunt Jemima thing went down, he said, all right, y'all, y'all going to take Aunt Jemima away? Well, how about buy, uh, y'all buy some P. Miller rice? He's like, got yeah. some chips. He's got he's potato got, Oh, man. Yep. He's, cereal. He, he's got potato chips. He just came out with a cereal. He just came out with fish fry, fish fry batter. So how was that batter? Did you try it yet? Do you remember what I said about the, uh, the ramen noodles, how it's just a tad bit salty? Yeah. Same thing with the fish fry. Really? Yeah. But the best one, the best one out of the bunch is the pancake mix. Okay. The pancake I mix. I want to try that. The P- pancake P- mix. pancake mix. mix. Matter of fact, yo, E, since you said you want to try it, if I see it in the store again, I'll, I'll cop a box for you. It, 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 yo, please damn, do. It's damn good, bro. But, uh, and then also, P, with his, with his financial investments. Oh, the um, movies. The movies. The movies was a success. Yeah. I'm about it. I got the hookup. I, I know. I know. I know. You. 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 You're not. You. You laugh at Uncle P, but <laughs> also foolish. Remember. Yeah. Remember Eddie Griffith said he. He. What did he pay him? A million dollars. A million. Yep. Ooh. A million dollars. And I'm glad. And you know what? And also, yeah. Um, getting to the money. You just. You just jogged my memory. I never heard anybody. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I never heard anybody complain about being cheated out of their money from P. Right. Yes. Nope. All the stories you hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the um. There's a story. 
there's a story of I forget the guy's name, but he was the guy who who directed the video for Ice Cream Man. Yeah. He said that um, when he when he got paid for that video, P took him into the bathroom and gave him a briefcase, five hundred thousand dollars cash. Wow. And then when he later worked with P, that's when P, you know, was cutting checks. But I love P the is Shug always Knight been... story. I love the Suge Knight story. Oh, oh where, 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 where he where, where, where he. Where, where he paid, what was it? He paid Shook three million to get Snoop Dogg out of the, out of the, out of the. He had, he, yo, Suge told P to his face, "You ain't got enough money." This dude P pulled out a blank check and said, "How much?" Mm-hmm. That man was not playing with that money, and, and 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 especially for what he did with Snoop Dogg and everything like that. But like, but like you guys said, when it came to money, P made sure you got paid. Yeah, P has always been P has always been a guy. Not only does, uh, making sure about people getting paid, but it, it's all power moves. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy hasn't been relevant in a rap space for a long time, and still his net worth, what I'm looking at right now, is 662 million. So that should tell you that should tell you a whole lot. So shout out, shout out to my Taurus brother, Master P. Yep, man. Uh, shout outs to the Colonel. That's that's my uh, that's my treasurer. Now this next one would be very interesting. But Secretary of Defense, Mister ah, yeah. Barber, who who you got as your as your Secretary of Defense? Man, I've been waiting for this one. I'm going with MOP. Oh, good lord! <laughs> they are the Goon Squad. Mm, the Mass Out Posse. Yes, oh, sir. Lord. Rockefeller and G Unit hired these guys as muscle. They didn't drop any album, which is sad, but come on, man. Overall, we know they hired them as muscle. It was not a secret, especially when 50 was beefing with game and game was trying to do the whole G Unit thing. And Fame went on the um uh whip your head boy remix and said the first thing that I screamed G Unit to me is going to get hit with the beef and broccolis. Man. Mm, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Lil Fame and shout out to Lil Fame and Billy Danes, man. Shout out my boy Gerard, my OG, because he knows them personally. That's what's up. That's oh, our OG yeah. right there. And, no, and, M- oh yeah, MOP man. Yeah, he he always talks to me about them. He knows them personally. He's gone to their shows, everything. He's hung out with them. Those are his friends. Oh so, yeah. They, yeah, they, they roll with like a, a strong circle too. And as, if you notice, these guys never beefed with each other. You know, we talk about a lot of rappers who had like dissension in their crews, never ever beef with each other, man. These dudes are like real life brothers for real. And oh, yeah, I can't, I can't recall anybody dissing them. And nope, they know everybody's better. got, yeah, everybody's got, got dissed in the game at least, you know, one or two times. I've never heard no fuck MOP except it was for themselves who said fuck MOP. And you know why? You know why nobody says "fuck mop" because they from Brownsville. That's why he gets shot. Right with them Brownsville boys, man. And even Biggie shot about yeah, my man Fame up in Prospect. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm rolling with mop, and you know my guy Teflon, he down with them too, man. So I don't think anybody would attack the country if they're in charge. Bro, favorite album. Uh My favorite album till this day is Firing Squad. I love that album. Oh man, man, that's I could listen to that back to front. One of the few I could. Yo. I have three MOP albums in my collection, and they mm-hmm. all three of them. From to the, I got to the death, first family for life, and warriors, and all three of those albums, albums. Are, and all three of those albums are violent as shit. 
You know what I love about it too? I love their chemistry with Primo, man. Like oh, yeah. Primo knows Primo Primo knows how to produce for those guys. Lovely, man. And yeah, mm-hmm. MOP. Them yo, you want to talk about you better have a fireproof booth and a strong mic. Cause when them boys get in there, oof, they go set that yeah. joint on fire, their, man. Their chemistry is so ill too together, man. Absolutely. Wow. Now that's, that's, that's a good pick. I was not expecting to hear MOP brought up on the on not only on this episode but on Rap Lab for a long time. Oh, oh they're gonna hold it down, them boys, man. That what? Hired guns. Hired guns for that's, real. Blah 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 blah. That's a good pick. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. Um, Q, what about you? Who's your secretary of defense? Fifty Cent. Ah, you picked the bully. Oh man, there you go. It's more. <laughs> it's more than just a bully. It's more than just a bully. See, it, it, here's the thing. Anybody here ever, ever, ever read the fiftieth law? I'm not. No, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, the fiftieth law by Robert Greene. Now you guys know about the forty-eight laws. Yep, yeah, yep. Oh yeah. No, and I actually, know. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that either. Oh okay. man, check that please, one out. Please pick it up. Please yeah. pick it up. It's, a, what, it's an excellent, excellent you, book. You said the forty-eighth law of power. Yep. For any all right, so for those who are listening who may not, you know, understand what you're talking about, could you give like just a, uh, a maybe one sentence about what what that's about? Okay. Well, basically, um Robert Greene has a series of books actually because one book I have in my possession besides that, I'm actually staring at it, is The 33 Strategies of War. So this oh. is about, you know, military tactics and it's also it, it kind of takes the art of war but it modernizes it. It's not, you know, they don't take, they take a little bit about what Sun Tzu says, but they flip it and to make it more modern, more convenient of what's going on now. So and this it's is a about business. business. Exactly. So where I was going through with the 50th law of power, I could give you guys this. 50 takes fear and pushes it. Not afraid. No, don't let your fears confine you. This is about finding that person inside of you that's a fighter. There's a quote. Your fears are a kind of prison that confines you within a limited range of actions. The less you fear, the more power you will have and the more fully you will live. 50 Cent has no fear at all. He even wrote a book called The Pieces of Weight where he talked about being in the drug game. So he loved the 48 Laws of Power and he combined with Robert Greene to make the 50th law. With the Secretary of Defense, we, you know, we understand about the military. This is about a defense position of command and authority. 50 Cent does not back down from anybody. There's a strategy when he goes to war with somebody. People think he's just trolling or just being the bully. He's not playing around. He has a strategy. Every tactic has a move. When we we discussed about the issues between him and Murder Inc., him and Ja Rule, he said it himself in an interview. When you go at somebody, you have to destroy them completely. So I'll give you one. When Summer Jam was coming about. Ja Rule was making, you know, a comeback with his R.U.L.E. album. You know that single that he had with R. Kelly? You guys, you guys yeah, remember that yeah, song? Yeah, I, I know it was R. Kelly. Yeah, I right. remember that time. Prior to 
anything going on, 50 Cent not only went at Ja Rule, he also went at R. Kelly. And he said, I have no issues with R. Kelly. But R. Kelly is also here at this summer jam. He could have brought Ja Rule on stage with him. And they could have performed that song together. So let me stop any anticipation of that going on before it even starts. That's how 50 thinks. And I like that strategy. You see, in military and in military defense, and I'm going to quote Khalid Muhammad, rest in peace. As a military strategist, you don't just attack the train. You attack the track that the train runs on. You don't just attack the plane like a bomber plane is in the air. You attack the fueling depot that gives the plane the energy and the strength to lift up off the ground. You guys see where I'm going? Yep. You don't just destroy the surface. You destroy the foundation as well. And that's what 50 does. That's what 50 did to Ja Rule and them and Murder, Inc. Everything they did, he stopped it. If they came with something, he came with something and just totally overshadowed them. Now, we could go back and forth about the beefs, the wins, the losses. You can't kill 50 Cent. Nope. And then figuratively or literally, because that man took nine shots and came back with a vengeance. And, and, and again, it's also that relentlessness because when because when Columbia dropped him, he was left for dead. He had nothing. Mixtape circuit, grinded. And now that, that and, and and you and you also got to remember he was blackballed from the industry. He was blackballed the man, from the industry. The man yes. had to go to Canada to find a studio to record. They took him off the the, the Jennifer Lopez record. They did everything they could to stop that man from shining. And then all of a sudden, he, he ate. 50 Cent is the future. Guess who's back? All them great takes, man. Them joints flooded the hood, man. So if I'm going to war, if I, if I need a military strategist, if I need a secretary of defense, I got to go with 50 Cent, man. That's a good pick. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he was, also, um, my bad, he also um, bought out some tickets to a child rule show. So, <laughs> so nobody could go. I heard about that yeah. rumor. That, no, that was, I heard about that rumor. Ja Rule was doing a show in the Poconos and 50 brought up, <laughs> 50 bought all the tickets so nobody would show up. Ja Rule That's says that didn't happen. Ja said that uh, didn't happen. He would I mean, say that. I, I, he would. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if somebody did something like that to me, I'd say it didn't happen either. Word. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Again, you know, and and any any time they ask Fifty about it, he just laughs. He doesn't. He doesn't say no. He doesn't say yes. He just not not, not 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 to mention the infamous uh, when he released the the phone call of him and Young Buck and Young oh, Buck crying. Fifty don't have no remorse. When what? he goes at you, like when he really wants to destroy you, he does. And and it's like you can't come back from that. It it it. it and, and it goes to tell you about who he puts more pressure on. You understand what I'm saying? When he has to. Because there's certain people that he's had issues with. He went hard, but he didn't go too hard. Like when him and Joe was going at it. And, and even though they squashed it, he said, I never hated Fat Joe. Same thing with Nas. Him and Nas had disagreements. They're good now. He's like, I don't hate Nas. You see what I'm saying? So if he hates you, if, if you've done something, a lot of times 50 Cent, what do you guys think? Is he on the offense or on defense? Uh, his defensive is very offensive. Yes, that's that's a good that's a good way that's to put. That's a great way to put it because <laughs> pull up any beef, any beef. Look at the Rick Ross situation. Rick Ross started it first. 
But not to mention, not to mention, I don't know if y'all remember this, but 50 was ruthless because when he had that beef with Ross, I don't know how he found that sex tape of Ross's baby mom. He put that shit on it. He put the sex tape out. (laughs) There's there's video footage of him hanging out with Rick Ross' baby mom and and, and the son and at the house and just having fun and playing around or whatever like that. Yeah, 50 Cent, when he go at you, he go at you. Now, but 50 Ruthless, I don't know if y'all remember this either. I think it was like uh, um, 2019 or 18. He's even beefing with his own son. Oh, yeah, that's a a personal thing going on between him and um, Marquise. That's been well documented. You know, that's that's out there all over social media. 50 Cent is 50 Cent. He'll spare no expense. He'll tell you about it. He'll go at he'll go at it. He'll tell you everything about it. Fifth, Fifth don't care who you are. He don't care who you are. He's trolled some people from power, and they've had issues with it. <laughs> yep, so. That's 50. No remorse. No mercy, no fear, like the mixtape. Yep. Make you, it'll make you beg for mercy, too. Actually, young buck. Mm. <laughs> so, I guess, I guess it's back yep. on Who you got, man? What you got? This is, this is going to, this, this next pick going to surprise y'all, but I was thinking battle rap, and... Mm. As the Secretary of Defense, that's somebody who's got to be able to defend themselves. And going through the history of beefs, uh, this man never took a loss. I'm going to go with LL Cool J. My man. Reason LL Cool J. Now, I know a lot of y'all are probably scratching your heads. Like, LL Cool J, you Secretary of Defense? I'm going to tell you why. MC Hammer. Strategist. Mm. Ice-T. Cool Modi. Cannabis. War. Yes. Yeah. LL Cool J, LL Cool J is a master of war. The man got in all these beefs, never took a loss. If 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 I could recommend one track, go listen to the Break of Dawn. In one song, he gets an MC Hammer, Ice T, and Cool Modi. That man, I love that song. That man slaughtered Cool Modi. Cool Modi, they never. They, you, you thought what KRS One did the MC Shan was bad? Nah. There he goes again. The, the world. I'll let you listen, man. For reference. The world never heard a peep out of Cool Modi after musically after LL Cool J was done with him. With his Even though he responded, it wasn't enough because Mama nope. said knock you out. The album itself is is Harold a classic. He got a Grammy for it, so you yep. can't stop LL. Yeah, so Cool Modi with his Star Trek shades on and uh, what what else he said? Um, uh, he called Hammer an old gym teacher. Yeah, he said I thought my <laughs> old gym teacher wasn't supposed to rap. That's Let me funny. tell y'all something. That iced tea verse is one of my favorites. How dare you stand beside me? I'm cool. I freeze ICE on that trail and I'm going to cut that ponytail. You're disobedient with the wrong ingredients. I'm going to drink you down over the rocks while I freak on your album cover jocks. You're going to hear ill paragraph soon. I took the cover right home to the bathroom. Oh, my Lord. He went crazy. And not to mention what he did to cannabis. <laughs> cannabis? Man, can can I bust? Yes, you can. I remember when that beef went down. LL just he just that, ripped that boy apart. Bro, bro. First off, to quote KRS-One, you don't borrow nothing. You just should be happy you on the record. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Eric, it, it goes it goes without saying. Ask, you remember when Cannabis said ninety nine percent of your fans were high heels? Yeah. This man LL said, "Ask cannabis. He ain't understanding this because ninety nine percent of his fans don't exist. Don't the battle's exist. over. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. It's over. Finished. 
And Mike Tyson, shame on you for, for appearing in that second oh, round. Hey, knockout. he let Mike Tyson have it too, man. <laughs> like, even though him and Mike is cool now, he said, I heard that convicted rapist on the record too. Fresh out of jail, ass teeth still black and blue. Tell me about the things everybody taught you, how to bust another two. Yeah, that's better, boo. <laughs> nah, LL Cool J, that... I think I think in terms of, of, of battles on wax, the man's un- yeah he's undefeated. Nobody can touch Ice Cube. I mean Ice Cube. Nobody can touch LL Cool J. So you know who tried though? Who? You keep mentioning him up, Shan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because but um, it was Russell Simmons who then who told L don't do it, don't don't beat because it's it's like Queens on Queens crime. He told he told L, but L, and, L listen to what Russell was saying. And, and not to go back to KRS One uh, when talking about MC Shan, but I don't know if you remember on um on South Bronx, um, KRS One yes. actually mentions MC Shan going after LL and told him yes. to back off of LL. Right. Instead of trying to take out LL, you need to take your homeboys, homeboys off, the off the crack. Yep. I remember you said that because you don't, you don't, you don't mess with LL Cool J, man. LL, LL is relentless. And oh, that's another oh, thing. Oh, oh, um, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, oh, and let's not forget what happened on the set of Any Given Sunday. He beat the shit out of Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he knocked Jamie Foxx the kingdom come. He so, knocked that boy out his shoes. So you really, you really can't, you you can't do much to to LL Cool J. I got something for you though, Al. A little history for you. What's up? And you could, you could, you could go on YouTube. You could check the interview yourself. You know, you know, you know, Paris Smith from EPMD. Yeah. He said L dissed them on their own record. On Rampage. Yes. On what line? He said, um, "You and your squad better praise the real God." Undertaker putting suckers on because him and Parrish, according to Eric, that was like a low key battle, not a battle, but who can who could spit the best verse? But you but, know how competitive oh, but, LL yeah. is, yeah. Not to mention to the break of dawn, Parrish Smith said in the interview, LL threw a shot at them onto the break of dawn. On what line? That microphone, I'm gonna show you the real meaning of the, uh, oh, I'm gonna show you the real meaning of the danger zone. Oh, yeah, because danger zone is an EPMD song. When LL gets competitive and when he starts going in, he'll go in. Yeah. That's just how he is. So that's that's a perfect choice for Secretary of Defense right there. And not to mention, he ain't afraid of nobody because cannabis, that whole beef, he he dissed cannabis on the same song cannabis was on with him on 4321. So, although he changed his verse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, and, uh, I could think of somebody else who did that. But that's for another story. Hey, 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 man! Leave, leave that alone. But uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but um, but yeah, he's not a, he's not afraid to go at people. And and as Secretary of Defense, as, as, as like you just need somebody who could defend themselves. And if he could defend That's himself, right. I'm pretty sure he could defend the entire country. So uh, I stay solidified with LL. All right, second yeah. most powerful position coming up, Mr. Rev Barber, your Vice President, sir. So Vice President, I'm actually gonna go with Colonel Master P. Wow! You put, him, you put him higher up. He he had he had to be down, man. I had to fit him in somewhere, you know. Ultimately, I wanted him as treasurer, but I feel like he's accomplished so much. He deserves a higher role. I actually had him as president at one time, and I That's kind of um, cool. yeah, switched him out for somebody I thought you know a little more powerful. But as far as vice president, you know, like Al touched on it. Man, the No Limit, you'd see like 30 albums in a booklet of this one coming out, this one dropping, this one's already out. 
he took care of his people, man. And, you know, there's not many who, like, you know, we touched on it before. He, he don't really owe nobody no kind of money. He's a boss, you know? That's right. And that's somebody who, you know, I feel like could run this country. It's someone like Master P, all jokes aside with the hip-hop stuff and the P. Miller gear. But if I had to choose somebody, you know, in, in a high position of power, it, it got to be Master P, man. And, you know, the treasury thing, of course, you know, he, that, that fits him well. That fits him super, super, super good. But as far as, um, you know, being a vice president, I think he's more than accomplished. And he's tenured, you know, because, you know, normally vice presidents are tenured in the game and, you know, have a lot of years doing this. But... I got to give it to Master P, man. He's my he's my VP. It goes to show you how powerful Master P is. He could pretty much fit any hat that you give him. He has the ability to be any title, and uh, he he would make a strong. I'm 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 interested to see who your president is. If Master P is your vice president, that's a very strong pick. Yeah, man, y'all gonna love my pres, man, because I almost had Master P as a president, but I got a little someone a little more powerful than Master P. Believe it or not. <clears throat> this is gonna be good. I like that pick though for, uh, for VP Master P. Especially, you know, a good vice president. Also, you know, you know, the president can't be everywhere. Right, 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 and, right. And, and, and you need the VP to, to 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 represent that platform and and represent the president as well. So let's say if the if the president is in Russia, you know, you need somebody to to uh handle business out here while the president's away and is the VP. He'll make the appearances, he'll do the speeches, he'll 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 make a he'll he'll do all this stuff. So yeah, that's a good pick right there, Master P. I like it. Appreciate that. Okay. What about what about you, Q? Common man. That's interesting. Common. Oh man, common. we wouldn't go to war with anybody if Common is in charge. <laughs> He's such a peaceful dude. That's what's up. <laughs> and that's and that's part of it. Well, I mean, why I picked Common is because of his activism. Common, um, he's also he's also a great spokesperson. He was one of the very few, one of the first to um, the HIV AIDS awareness. I remember the commercial that he did called um, "Knowing Is Beautiful," where you see him getting tested and everything like that. He's urging it. He's advocating for it. He's also a supporter of the animal rights. You know, uh, he also um, he also was in debates and interviews about people using gay slurs. You know, he was actually urging people, especially rappers, to stop using that. You know, he's just a good down brother. He has these nonprofit organizations for the underprivileged youth. When you think of Chicago, I mean, come on, man. I mean, this man represents it so hard. He bleeds it throughout his soul. Even executive producer for the show, The Shy, where it, it gives a unique perspective of Chicago. You know what I mean? And he's big on programs. He's big on education. He appeared in the movie Selma, which talks about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the, and the march on Selma. He appeared in that one. He uh, also speaks for the political prisoners. He's mentioned Asada Shakur plenty of times. He spoke about what happened to uh, the Black Panthers. He, he did some uh, interviews about COVID. He's big on people who've been incarcerated. He got a he got a he got a foundation called Bars for Justice. 
I mean, just just the man and his platform alone, what he's able to do and what he's able to accomplish, I think he'd be a great vice president. And Eric, like you said, his demeanor, you know, he's a very peaceful guy. At the same time, and how you can address to this, you rub him the wrong way, he's going to come at you still. Don't yeah. sleep on Common. <laughs> I, I, Common, I, I, Common I can attest to that. Beefs. Common has had his share of beefs. You know, be the biggest one is Ice Cube coming out with the distract the bitch that you he talked about it. And you know, Common, he has the and not to mention he's in he 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 takes his crap serious as a rapper. What you say and how you say it. He's that type of guy. So I gotta go with Common for VP. I think he'd be excellent. That's a good choice, man. I can see it. Oh yeah. Good looks. Right, I guess it's on me. Uh, my my vice what, president. What you got? I'm going with a mogul. I'm going with Jay Prince. Nice. Mm. Why uh, Jay Prince? For those people who don't know who Jay Prince is, if you've heard of, uh, if, if, even though if you're not from Houston but you rap a lot, that's Jay Prince right there, the uh, <laughs> founder and owner of Rap a Lot Records. Uh, Jay Prince because he's done a lot outside of music, and I feel like the, he's tackled things. Um, that a vice president should he um jay prince for those of y'all who don't know um every chance he gets to speak on it he speaks out against hiv and aids which is which is huge because that affects more than just the hip-hop community that, that that's the entire world right there um Absolutely. he genuinely cares about people because jay prince is from the fifth ward of houston which if anybody knows houston in, in the hood is a very dangerous place and he's he's gone back to houston and um, he's he's opened boxing gyms, he's opened playgrounds, um, yeah, and an under an underprivileged neighborhoods. He's opened community centers, so he's a guy that he he cares about the well being of of the public at large, you know, and right. and like I said, it's one thing to open a community center, but when you go on a campaign and you give and you and you go across the country, and mind you, this is not a it's, it's not like it's not like it's not like he's Magic Johnson, somebody who, 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 who contracted HIV and then ha- went to speak about it. This guy doesn't have it, and 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 still cho- chooses to speak on it. So you can tell it comes from a place of um, uh, 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 of genuineness, if that is a word. Oh so, yeah, and he's a very he's a powerful dude. Like a lot of people, you know, talk about how powerful um, Jay Prince is, and and this is somebody. You know, that's been in the industry for a long time, like for 35 years, he's promoted that Houston rap scene. You can't talk about Texas and not talk about Jay Prince. Nope. And um, he's, he's responsible for a lot of those, a lot of putting a lot of those guys on, especially um, especially uh, UGK, Trade the Truth and all those other types of guys. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Jay Prince because he has a proven track record of. Of of doing big things to help out mankind, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You know that's his platform. He, and, oh yeah. And he don't play no games either, man. He ring bells, man. Oh yeah. yeah. He could have been Secretary of Defense too. He could have been. He very well could have been. Yeah. That's <laughs> yep. a guy that um uh when when the whole East Coast West Coast thing was going down, he tried to mediate between Sugar and, and and Puff. So even more recent with uh, Drake, you guys know what he did for Drake. What he do? Oh, you don't know about it? No. Um, 
situation with Drake and you know um Jay Prince and Drake are really really cool. Well Jay and yeah Jay, Jay Jay Prince actually discovered Drake as a rapper. Right. Right. That's that that's like a that's like a mentor to him. You know what I'm saying? And there's been situations where Drake has been in beefs. Jay Prince will stand up for him. More more than recent the uh Pusha T thing when that was going down. You know what I mean? Jay Prince he was the one who told Drake not to respond to that record that came out. And, you know, the dispute was settled. You know, it's, it's on record saying he spoke with Drake and instructed him to let the rap dispute die. And he said it. I made an OG call to Drake. So when the OG call you, pay attention. He said, I call it a pig pen mentality. We're going to put this thing to bed because we can't get in the pig pen with pigs. Because pigs turn into hogs, and then hogs get slaughtered. That's his mentality. He's like, that's one thing about Jay Prince. If he works so hard, if you work so hard to build something, you're not going to let anything jeopardize it or, or try to destroy it. So that's where Jay Prince is coming from. So you mentioned East Coast, West Coast. Jay Prince, his head is on a level. He's thinking bigger than, than all that, than some beefs or anything like that. He's more about the business, so... That goes a long way. You need a level-headed person, a mediator, if you will, that could bring things back down to reality. Prince does that. Yeah, of course, man. Um, all right, Q, who's your vice president, your second in command? Oh, I did mine. I did mine. I said, I said, come. Oh, all right, you did say come. Woo, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting too wrapped up in the convo. All right, so that leaves us with the president. E, you said this, this ah. us, so I'm yeah. ready. Here we go. Man, all right. <clears throat> so normally I get a lot of heat because I kind of discredit this guy as a producer, but actually gonna I'm gonna flip it because I think he'd make a great president, Dr. Dre. Oh ah, fuck, that was my pick. The <laughs> I mean, oh, yo, Al, <clears throat> if if that's your pick, you know, we could both, you know, kind of yeah, uh take, take the wheel here, you know, just kind of yeah. combine. Yeah, it's different from but mine. I, uh, so my... You guys could talk about it. Go ahead. No, I, I had an alternate, so but you could go ahead. <laughs> All right, so um, you know, so I give this man a lot of heat when it comes to the production because he's not hands on with the production say he got a lot of guys playing a lot of different instruments and doing a lot of different things in the studio you know and um i feel like when it comes down to being the president that's kind of what the job description is you kind of just behind the boards kind of just like in control telling who what what piano keys to press you know what guitar strings to pluck well so, well yeah well yeah that's because the boss never gets his hands dirty Right. And that's another thing with Drake. You know, he don't get his hands dirty no more. I mean, you know, NWA days and, you know, he's done his time. Like I said before, when it comes to like VP and president, you know, it, it, it all boils down to being like tenured in the game. And Dre is more than tenured in the game. And, you know, he had one little blunder with the whole aftermath when it first came out and everything. But he's behind a lot of people's success, man. You know, Eminem, I mean, NWA too, aftermath, the reboot and everything. But I feel like, you know, Dre being so tenured and not always being at the forefront of things, you know, like we know Dre's face, but every time we see him, you know, he's kind of behind the boards and working. You know, that's how I want my president. I want him to be behind the boards and working. So right. he's he's my pick for Perez. I actually I like was going to go with Master P, but um, I felt like Dre has a little more clout than he does. 
So I could see uh, Dr. Dre kind of running the boards and, you know, running this country. And you know how many people inherited beef for Dr. Dre? Mm-mm. Like stood for Dre in beef? So like when yeah. you look at it like this, like when the situation went down with Ruthless Records, Snoop Dogg jumped all up in there. The Dog Pound jumped up all up in there. True. When the situation went down with, with Jermaine Dupri, Eminem, he jumped all yep. up in there. You know what I mean? Like when, when, when the situation happened at the award show, where somebody had the nerve to put their hands on Dre, G on it rode for Dre. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's how you're supposed to take care of the president. You're supposed to take care of the president like that. So that's exactly that's exactly everybody act, everybody acting as his security detail. There you go. Right. The president does need security. So Dre is a is an awesome pick. Thank you. Appreciate that. So on you, Q. All right. Well, I mean, Al, you want to chime in on Dre, or you are you good? Um, or, or, what's up? Oh, uh, no, nah, I agree with everything he said. Um, you got anything to add to it? Oh, not really, no. It's just like, like, like he's like one of the most successful people to ever come out of hip-hop. And he, again, he's, he's the, I, he's the, the driving force of why so many people are successful. You take Dr. Dre out of hip-hop history and you have no Snoop, you have no Dog Pound, you definitely Snoop. don't have Eminem to an extent. That's a fact. If, if there's no Eminem, then there's no 50 Cent. Right. Um, NWA, Not to mention what he's done for the other artists. He's worked with Exhibit, helped Exhibit get to where he's at. Yeah. Uh, a lot I mean, of the best goes under Dre. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. NWA don't exist without Dre neither. So exactly. you know, like, like you erase him, you 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 erasing a, whole, a hell of a whole lot. Uh, did you guys hear about that West Coast project that E Forty Two Short and Cube are doing? Dre's the only. Oh, feature. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. The only feature, Doctor Dre, man. Word. The diggy diggy doc. But uh love it. All right, it's on you, Q. President. Kanye West. <laughs> you you, you, you joking, right? Of course I'm joking. There's, okay. there's, there's, there's no way I would pick Kanye West. <laughs> I, 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 I was about to say, you repping the birthday party? Heck no. <laughs> heck no. Uh my pick for president, Bob Backlund. Hey. <laughs> I get it. I would have voted for I would have voted for Mr. Backlund too, you know. Oh Lord, hell no, oh, yeah. man. All right. Enough jokes aside. Getting serious. My president is Talib Kwali. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. When we talk about activism, when we talk about a political platform, this man is the quintessential choice. And I'm gonna tell you why. Let's go to the background. His mother is an English professor. His father is an administrator at a university. His brother is a professor of constitutional law at Columbia. This man studied theater at NYU. Activism, racial stereotypes, police brutality is his M.O. He has the People's Party podcast where he talks about these things. His biggest thing outside of rap, looking at the prison industrial complex. Do you guys know about this? Uh, no, not too clear on it. The prison building expansion. This is about the quote unquote creating employment opportunities for prisoners. What this really is, is just financial gain for the big businesses. There are businesses out there that get money off the cheap labor off 
prisoners. This is not about rehabilitation. This is about the financial gain for big businesses. Kwali has gone to bat about it, saying this needs to be destructured. This needs to stop. He's also big on the grassroots movement. So when you think about a president, you need a president with a platform. Like, what does this president represent? When you want to talk about politics, this man right here. He spoke at colleges. He's spoken in inner city schools. And he urges fans to engage with artists politically. Do not be afraid to ask questions. Okay, another thing with this guy. He has also been a part of the boycott in there was something that went on in Germany. It's called divestment and sanctions. There was actually apartheid going on in Germany. If anybody's familiar with apartheid, it's blockades and separations of people. Kwali was like, I'm not going to perform unless you have everybody here. You're not just going to section off and segregate everybody. He spoke about that. This man has also been active about the Amadou Diallo murder. Him and Most Deaf. Most Deaf, shout out to him. He was a part of that too. And he also has a foundation called CD for Profits, like Hip Hop for, for Profits, where this mixtape that he came out with, the proceeds went to the uh, Diallo family. They were all, they were all um, donated. There, were, there was a bounty on the head of Asada Shakur. For those that don't know who Asada Shakur is, Asada Shakur was a member of the Black Panthers. I'm not going to get into any alleged crimes or anything like that, but she fled the country. And the FBI put money on her head, her death. And Kwali went out there and he stood out there and he protested for this needs to stop. He was also out there for Occupy Wall Street. You guys remember that. Kwali was out there. He also spoke out in Ferguson. He was out there. He protested. What he said, and this is important, you can protest, but there's only so much you can do behind a computer. You got to be out there physically. And he's been out there physically. He is a living representation of what it needs to make change in this world. He was influenced by Maya Angelou, one of the greatest writers and poets of all time. He also has a song called A Song for Asada. Once again, getting to the political prisoners, which is a big M.O. for Kwali. He also spoke about Mumia Ab he also spoke about Mumia Abdul Jamal, who was another political prisoner, a member of the Black Panthers. You guys see where I'm going. He's a historical guy. He's a guy that speaks for the people. And if you follow his Twitter, he will speak on his issues and debate with you till kingdom come. He'll go back and forth about everything that's on his platform. So Kwali, he got my vote because he's a representation. He will not back down. He will speak on issues every single time. And Dope. we need a president, a strong one to do that. Nice. Good pick. Oh, yeah. Great guy, man. Shout out to Kwali. Word up. Candy men. So, um, my pick for president, uh, he was an alternate on my list. And uh, yeah. I didn't want my list to duplicate anybody else's. So, uh, he, he picked Dre. So, uh, my alternate has now become the president. And uh, when, you, when you need a president, you got to have a leader. And uh, I feel like 
one of the better leaders in all of hip hop is Russell Simmons. Oh, good pick. Good pick. Good pick, good pick uh, Russell, man. Reason for Russell Simmons, of course. Um, no secret, that man uh, founded Def Jam. We all know what Def Jam has uh, gone on to become. I think more than any other record label in history, Def Jam has, has the most classics. The, it's been the most influential. And for a long time, uh, for a very long time, uh, Def Jam was the record label you would want to be on. Mm-hmm. So uh, look look at the look at the artists and albums that have come out of Def Jam. Jay Z, Ja Rule, DMX, um, the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, not o- and and he's so much of a leader that he even had a hands in the careers of people who weren't on Def Jam because Run DMC was not on Def Jam, but they were on Rush Management. They were managed by Russ. That's so, right. Um, also, um, we, we, even though nobody wears Fat Farm nowadays, um, when Fat Farm first came out, it was it was all over the place. People who were right. Jam were, were wearing uh, were wearing Fat uh, Fat Farm. Uh, not not to mention um, Russell Simmons is a staunch activist. He's um, he's spoken he's he's spoken out for um, a variety of things. Um, so he's, he's, he's spoken out on mistreatment of blacks all the way to the mistreatment of animals. He even got an award from, uh, the, uh, the PETA agency. So this you guy, guys remember when he, when he debated with Oprah, I remember that too. He stood for hip hop, man. He was, he wasn't going to let Oprah get away with that. And not only that, but as, as a president, you know, you have to cater to a lot of demographics. Um, Russell Simmons has been a huge supporter of the, uh, of the LGBT community. That's uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, and he's and he's he, when um when the when the topic of same sex marriage was was um uh, put up for debate, he was a he was a, he was one of the first people to be an outspoken supporter of um of 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 same sex marriage. And you know, hip hop. Um, I, I I'm not going to be ashamed to say it, but for, uh, for the good majority of hip hop's existence, it's been a very homophobic place. You know what I mean? So. For Correct. a guy like for a guy like that to be like, you know what, fuck this, we, um, th- I'm, I'm gonna take this stance. That says a lot. And again, it's coming from a guy who's well respected, who's looked at oh, as yeah. a, a pioneer and a leader in hip hop. So he 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 made it. Every CEO, every black CEO, I should say, they followed Russell. Russell is an inspiration for all of them, and not to mention all the other stuff he's created. Deaf Poetry, Deaf Comedy Jam. He's done books and magazines. You mentioned the clothing line. You know, Russell Simmons is, is, is the innovator and creator. He set the blueprint, blueprint for what it takes to be a black CEO or minority CEO. Russell made it all happen. Yep, and not to mention, you, you talk about Occupy Wall Street. Russ was out there, Occupy Wall Street, uh, vi- visiting yes, the were. protesters. So... I mean, and not only that, um, he's gotten he's gotten involved with the law. Um, he was one of the first people to challenge the Rockefeller drug laws. He was yep. pushing he was pushing for lesser sentences for for drug dealers because technically those are uh, those are uh, nonviolent offenses. So, um, yeah, R- Russell's had his hand in had his hand in a lot. Uh, so yeah, that that's why he's my uh, my pick for the president. Good pick, man. Russell Simmons is the man. 
good pick yeah. with that. Absolutely. And just like we said with Dr. Dre, you erase you erase Dre, you erase a lot. If you erase Russell Simmons, you erase a lot. So Oh yeah. You wouldn't have a lot of careers today. Hollis, Hollis Queens would have never been on the uh, the hip hop map, so Nope. But yeah, so that's my pick. So uh, everybody's got a good cabinet. Um anything y'all y'all wanna say in closing? I wish these was our real leaders. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of people. You know, I'm, there's a lot of people that we could have picked that we didn't. You know, you know, you know who I didn't hear that I thought I probably would hear, especially from you, Candyman. Who? KRS. I thought about it, but KRS won. If he did manage to win an election, he couldn't win a re-election because he's too preachy. <laughs> <laughs> too preachy, huh? I mean, the man. The man, I'll never forget, uh, in the 80s, he had that line about pork. I don't know if you remember. He said, it's a suicide. About pork. And, I'm, right. and, I'm just, and I'm just like, yo, man, I don't want to hear that when I'm trying to uh, eat my bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. Yeah, he's, try, he's trying to get you healthy, brother. Even, even the song Beef, where he talked about cows. Nah, man, don't, 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 don't. I, I, you want to talk about the law and politics, but don't attack my food, man. <laughs> it's about health, brother. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, uh, and and again, there's and there's plenty of other people that we could have talked about. I mentioned most deaf earlier. You know, what I mean, he could have been a candidate for something. Um, yeah. So, overall, Scarface. good picks, guys. Scarface. Oh man, another great selection there, man. Totally. Nah, but um, yeah. And if uh, anybody out there got a anybody out there got their own uh cabinet or you felt we made some wrong picks y'all know where where to find us dm us and yeah. uh, even my man david banner shout out to him too he could have been yeah shout outs to him yeah he could have um but yeah so if anybody got their own let's compare let's chat let's talk y'all know uh y'all be y'all, lately y'all been blowing up the rap lab uh podcast instagram dm so keep up with that and uh yeah so i guess it's safe to say uh we out peace peace